You're listening to WP Radio. I'm your host, Terry Doherty. Over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be putting out one episode per day of our live interviews from the OIAA Claims Conference that was held in downtown Toronto. We had such a fun time there, meeting everybody and interviewing our guests. These were all smaller interviews, so we're going to do our advertisement first and then have the entire interview all in one chunk. This episode is brought to you by Osgood Professional Development. Osgood's upcoming program, Successful Advocacy in Insurance Mediations, will be held on February 21st and 22nd in downtown Toronto. Chaired by Frank Gomberg and Paul Torrey, leading a faculty of over 20 distinguished counsel and mediators, it will provide you with tools that will improve every mediation you appear on. Join in person or by live webcast and learn more at osgoodpd.ca forward slash insurance. This interview was with Vincent Sacramento, a partner of Barclay Damon, LLP. All right. Good uh, morning, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome to WP Radio Live. We're at the Ontario Insurance Adjusters Claims Conference uh, here in the Metro Convention Center. And I have uh, with me this morning Vince Sacamundo from Damon Barkley. Thanks for coming on this morning, Vince. Well, thanks for having me, Terry. Uh, Vince, um, let's, uh, let's find out a little bit about your firm. Well, uh, I'm an attorney admitted in uh, New York State. And our firm uh, has offices throughout New York State, as well as uh, Massachusetts, and a small office in Washington, D.C. Uh, it's the result of a, a combination of two firms. Uh, about two and a half years ago, I was at a firm called Damon Morey, which is about 70 attorneys in Buffalo. And the other firm, called Hiscock & Barkley, that we uh, combined with, uh, had offices in uh, Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse, Albany, New York City, Boston. Um, and uh, we now have about 275 attorneys spread throughout the state, and uh, the firm's been renamed, combination of the two names, uh, Barkley Damon. Uh, and uh, for me, coming from an office that was only in Buffalo, having what we call a platform across the entire state has really expanded uh, the ability to service our clients, both in the insurance defense area and all the other practice areas that we uh, have at the firm. So you do insurance defense, but what else do you do then? So what does the firm, because everybody knows you do insurance because we're sure. insurance people, but what else do you do that you know, people might be interested in? You know, we really, we really run the gamut. We have uh, corporate law, labor and employment, trusts and estates, uh, uh, real estate, intellectual property like patents and trademarks and so forth. Um, you know, pretty much anything except, you know, if you're being charged with murder, we're probably not handling that. Okay, well, that's good to know. <laughs> we'll find you somebody, though. Excellent. All right, well, um, what do you, what's your practice? What's your main focus, Vince? Uh, my main focus is insurance defense, uh, some professional liability, uh, and insurance coverage. In terms of the insurance defense, uh, especially for Canadian carriers, of which I, I do uh, quite a bit of work, uh, it's a lot of motor vehicle cases, some products liability cases, uh, some insurance coverage cases. Um, and you know, and I also do a lot of construction accident uh, work, and then, you know, your odd general liability type, you know, premises cases or, uh, you know, whatever comes across. And do you do it both in uh, the U.S. and Canada? So you do work for both U.S. carriers and Canadian? Uh, well, we, I do work for both U.S. carriers and Canadian carriers, um, but we only practice in the U.S. So none of us are admitted in 
Ontario. Uh, we have an office in Toronto, which is for the purpose of having a place to go, meet clients, and have a presence. Uh, but you know, we don't compete with Canadian lawyers, uh, and we don't practice in Canada. So this is really a service for uh, insurers in Canada whose insureds get sued in the U.S., and therefore they need to hire a U.S. lawyer. So typically you'd have your MVA, Canadian person, visiting the U.S., they have an accident, or they, have a, they do business in both Canada and the U.S., and the damages occur in the U.S., and that's where the action begins. Exactly. And of course, we examine whether, you know, there's an argument to be made that the action should be in Canada. Um, you know, but if it's, if it's appropriately in the U.S., you know, we go forth defending it in the U.S. Okay. And let's also talk about, um, y you guys have an interesting um, judicial system in the U.S. You have a, a federal and a, what's the? And a state. And a state. Yep. So you have, you have two different avenues, um, but they kind of form the same you can take the same action in either or, right? Uh, right. I mean, to, to, to the extent that there are rules that, that apply where you can only get into what we call our federal courts. So what we have is each state has its own court system, and then there's a federal system that is national, but there's only certain ways you can get into federal court. You can have federal court jurisdiction. One of those ways that's especially relevant to, uh, say, a Canadian uh, resident uh, being sued is what we call diversity jurisdiction, um, and not to get into you know too much on the on the legal uh, part of it. Uh, if if a Canadian is being sued by a New York State resident in state court, we can what we call remove it or transfer it into federal court, uh, which often is a is a better option for a number of reasons. Is there um, does it fast track it? Does it change how things happen, or like what would be the just kind of give me the you know the key high notes of wh why it would be better to get it into federal as opposed to state? Sure. Well, it does, it does fast track it to an extent. Um, in, in New York State, the federal courts in New York State uh, have a mandatory mediation program where everyone needs to have a mediation pretty much right off the bat, which we don't have in state court. So even if a plaintiff is reluctant to explore mediation, uh, or even if the insurer is, frankly, they at least have to get in a room and start those discussions. Uh, and that's often beneficial in getting a case resolved early, uh, especially if there's not a lot of merit, you know, to the case. Um, it also, we have much better expert discovery. We can take discoveries, or what we call depositions, of experts in federal court. We can't do that in New York State Court. Oh, okay. Uh, so we, that's something different. We also have a requirement in federal court to provide expert reports, which we do not have in New York State Court, except for independent medical exams. Those we have to provide reports. Um, so there's a lot of similarities. There's, from there, there's a lot of similarities, but um, uh, uh, you know, quite a bit of differences in terms of the actual litigation that often, not always, but often will favor a, uh, a defendant. I mean, one instance where you might not want to bring the case into federal court if it's initially sued in state court would be if it's sued in a rural county, because you tend to have more conservative jurors in a rural county, so you may just want to leave it there. Okay. So it's a case-by-case -case decision. So there's a lot of parameters or a lot of things that you make that to help you make that decision. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Federal court's also more expensive. Oh, it is. A lot more hoop jumping that you have to do. Um, you know, it can, but it can also be something where a lot of plaintiffs' attorneys are not comfortable in federal court. Is uh, it more document-driven federal court? It is, except the kind of case. You know, if we're handling a automobile accident case or a trucking accident, you know, there aren't really that much in terms of, of documents, but 
uh, yeah, if you're in a products liability case, um, you know, obviously there'd be a lot more documentation, and I think uh, federal court can be a little more structured in, in many ways than state court. Are you time limited? Um, is there time limitations more on the um, federal as opposed to the other? Uh, in terms of like a statute of limitations? Yeah, is there different uh, statutes that come no, into play? No, that's, that's an interesting question. See, the state, the, state court, the state substantive law will apply in federal court for a diversity case. So the procedures, like for instance, being able to take uh, discoveries of experts and so forth, those are all governed under the federal rules of civil procedure. But the substantive law, uh, in, you know, statute of limitations, that sort of thing is, is going to be controlled by the state law, and the federal court will apply the state law. Okay. Um, now, what is your mind, main focus um, it, at Damon Barkley? In, in terms of what I... Or sorry, Barkley Damon. <laughs> I keep saying Damon Barkley. I don't know why. Well, well, we from, Sounds like a name. <laughs> well, we from, uh, from uh, Damon Morey, you know, might have gone for Damon Barkley, but, you know, we, uh, we were outvoted by the uh, 210 lawyers from, uh, from Hiscock and Barkley. But uh, it flows off the tongue now. Um, you know, m my focus is, is probably mostly the general liability, general casualty type of, uh, of work. Um, so it's a lot of motor vehicle trucking cases, products liability, uh, construction accident cases. Um, I defend attorneys who are being accused of malpractice, and I do quite a bit of insurance coverage work. I would say that, you know, and then, as you know, you always see unusual, you know, casualty-type cases. One-offs. So, yeah, yeah, you never know what you're going to get. Um, now, tell me, is it beneficial for you to be here in Ontario and come to these events? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've been, I've been coming up to OIAA events, I think, since 2004. Um, you know, it's a great organization, uh, really well-run, has, uh, you know, fantastic events, um, great people. Uh, and... You know, we're, I'm in Buffalo, or the firm spread out across the state, um, but we have insurance defense uh, lawyers throughout the state, uh, and, you know, there's a lot of back and forth, uh, people coming over the border, and a lot of companies doing business, obviously, uh, and what, it's, uh, what these events have allowed me to do is, is meet people face-to-face, -face, uh, especially in the GTA, uh, and, um, you know, let them know that we're here, that we regularly represent Canadians uh, and Canadian carriers. Now, if um, they were looking for somebody to help just prepare some defense pleadings or uh, review some documentation because they've, they've received, you know, an expert's report or they haven't even got to the stage of litigation, how would they reach you? How does somebody find you? Uh, well, um, you know, the firm is, the firm is Barkley Damon. Um, you know, I'm available, you know, we're available on the internet. I mean, I've got my, you know, it's 716-858-3787 is my office line. Um, and I tend to be, you know, available really pretty much 24-7. I mean, I, I give my cell phone number out as well, so. Okay. Uh, and how about an email address? How would we get you by email, Vince? <laughs> well, the easiest way is probably to go on to the BarkleyDamon.com website, look for me, under S, for my last name, Sacamando, and click on it. Or you could try V-S-A-C-C-O-M-A-N-D-O at BarkleyDamon.com. Yeah, okay, so they're <laughs> going to go to the, the Barkley Damon website, check Vince Sacamando, 
and click it from there because it's much easier to do that, I'm With sure. my last name, yes. Excellent. I think so. Well, thank you very much for your time today. I appreciate you coming on. Is there anything else you'd like to add that I've maybe forgotten? Uh, no, just I just want to thank you for the opportunity and, uh, you know, the opportunity to write some articles in the in WP yeah. and, you know, to be on the show here. And uh, we're an exhibitor today and we're happy to support the OIAA, which has been very supportive of me over the years and my firm. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for coming on and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Great. Thanks. Thanks, Terry. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to our live series on WP Radio. We'll have another episode or installment for you later in the week. Please check in with us, and if you have any questions, please email me at terry at oiaa.com, and we'll talk with you soon. Are you an insurance adjuster actively adjusting claims? If so... We want you. The OIAA is a professional organization currently consisting of 1,800 claims professionals with its main focus on education, networking, and knowledge. We promote and maintain a high standard of ethics among insurance claims professionals. We work together with government departments and officials, governing bodies, members of other organizations, insurance companies, associations and fraternities, as well as the general public in matters connected with the business of insurance and insurance claims. We recognize the value of networking for education, advocacy, advancing professional standards, and offering mutual support. We provide networking, professional development, inside industry news, and support to insurance adjusters across Ontario. By joining our network of active and associate members, you receive a direct introduction to other members, our Without Prejudice magazine delivered to your door, discounts for all social and professional development events, knowledge from mixing with seasoned, experienced adjusters and with new up-and-coming professionals, and satisfaction knowing that you are an active participant in shaping claims adjustment and risk management services in Ontario. Most compelling of all is the price. Just for $50 a year plus HST, the value far outweighs the fee. Can you afford not to join us? please visit our website to become a member and to review our calendar of events at www.oiaa.com.